Serious, Redditors who have lived in a haunted house, what are your most unexplainable paranormal experiences? My son, about 4 years old at the time, would jabber away in his room by himself. One day, my wife asked him who he was talking to. He said he was talking with Alice and that she used to feed the men who lived here. He went on to say that she died because she couldn't breathe. Our house used to be a boarding house before World War II. So this is currently happening in the house I'm living in, in NJ. A week or so ago at 3am I was just getting up to turn the heating off and potter around after falling asleep on the sofa. I was yawning and rubbing my eyes a lot and was just about to get up to go to bed when I realized this noise getting louder and louder. Like you don't realize it's happening until it's super loud. I suddenly realize and turn my head around to see the kettle boiling by itself. You have to push a button down and it glows blue, which was highlighting the shadow of the button that had definitely been pressed. I freak out thinking I've lost time and it was me but I've forgotten soil rationalize and before I can stop myself the words but I don't want tea or coffee come out of my mouth and at which point the kettle clicks off. Like I literally heard the switch. It wasn't at the end of the boil either. I'm English and so used to 220 watt outlets which do everything twice as fast so I know it was in the middle of the boil. Also as soon as I said that I felt guilty like I shouldn't have been scared. Like it was a friendly offer. Two days later I was with a friend at the dining room table. Both of us at least 5 foot and round the corner from the kettle. Nobody else in the house. When it starts boiling again. My friend rushes over and points out the button has been pushed. So much relief came over me that I wasn't insane and I explained to my friend that this happened to me at night. A few nights ago I was lying in bed and could hear a conversation. At 4am, no one around, neighbors are 20 feet away either side. Then the kettle starts boiling, I'm pee. So I literally say out loud please stop boiling the kettle. We have people asleep upstairs and it clicked off again. This could just be a faulty kettle and coincidence. I don't believe in ghosts whatsoever and have never seen or felt anything before. It's just freaky, but it's not scary. Only my first instinct. I feel as though someone is trying to take care of me. Like when you were sick of school and lying in bed and your mum or dad would take care of you and bring you soup and stuff. Very very strange. If I were you, I'd ask the ghost to start the kettle every morning at a certain time for a nice cup of tea before work. A little backstory. Growing up, my brother and I lived with our single mother. The house was a little 500 square foot home, but we were young so it wasn't a huge deal. My mom remarried, and the newlyweds decided to tear down the old house and build a ranch on the land. Strange, but explainable. Things started happening after we moved back in. One of the strangest things to happen was when my brother and I were in the house alone. We were hanging out at an island in the kitchen. Talking about what teenage boys talk about, when I hear the faintest wisp of someone saying my brother's name, probably just hearing things. About 30 seconds later, a little louder, my brother's name again. He was talking when I heard the second whisper, and he seemed to hear it too because he stopped what he was saying briefly. Finally, about 15 seconds after the second interruption, clearly and angrily, a raspy voice says his name. We looked at each other and he asked. Did someone just say my name? I told him I'd heard it more than once. He said three times. Right. We grabbed our coats and went to get Burger King. I used to be a server for an old church school that was definitely haunted. I'd be there early to get ready, no one else around. 
and I'd hear her scream sometimes. Most of the time, the metronome on the piano would turn on by itself. It didn't really bother me though, because I grew up around the ghost of my older brother, who died before I was born. Lights and toothbrushes would turn on off on their own. Pictures would move or DVDs would fall for no reason. One time we placed a candy on a baby photo of him and asked him to move it. It moved. Thanks, older bro. We lived in an old slave plantation on St. Croix when I was a kid. Very few locals ever visited the place. So in a hoe when we moved in my sister, four at the time, asked my dad who the man with the big knife was. My dad was like the frick but decided to check things out anyways and found nothing. Then we'd frequently smell fresh jasmine blooming, which come on people have that crap growing in their yards. So whatever we move in and the locals are like what? You moved into that place and my dad would be like heck yeah. Why so they started to tell him about the slave who would serve the master's tea every day and about the ghost with a machete. We didn't move. Spent three years there. Dog ate an entire turkey. Foil and all. And there was a tarantula infestation but that's about it. Lived in a house from 1938. I would wake up and sit up in bed every single night at 2.59.301 am. I thought I saw something move quickly out of the corner of my eye on occasion but assumed it was me being sleepy bad vision without my glasses. One night the curtain on my closet moved. I pulled the lamp chain and the room lit up. My husband thought I was crazy. I saw nothing so I pulled the chain again to turn off the lamp. I tried to sleep again but a few minutes later I heard the lamp chain swinging against the lamp base. When I reached out to see if I felt it swinging and to stop it, something cold touched me. It didn't feel like the shape of a hand or finger but like a wet washcloth. We moved soon after that due to relocating but I stopped waking up every morning at the new house and haven't had any weird feelings since. I am typically a skeptic and can usually apply logic to a situation and figure out a plausible explanation. When I bought my house, they had to disclose reports of paranormal activity concerning the house. I thought yay, whatever but entertained it in good humor even addressing said ghost by name. There is nothing concrete that I can tell you. Nothing hovering in the air. No furniture appearing on the ceiling. Nothing that shows us any type of blip on anyone's typical paranormal radar. However, the number of times I have had to rationalize an event, or come up with explanations for why or how something happened, borders on obsessive. The typical footsteps upstairs, children laughing, before I had children, knocking on walls or doors, hey, it's an old house, creaks, groans, hot water pipes pinging, etc, it all happens, light bulbs smashed on the floor having removed themselves from the metal base. One plant in particular that would get overturned often, on one occasion ending up halfway across the room. The stereo turning on at random times of the day, almost always to classical music. So frequently, that I would always keep one classical CD in a random slot in the CD player just to see if that is the one that gets played. Various lost objects showing up in highly noticeable places. Like how can you lose your watch in the middle of the completely cleared kitchen table, yet. After half an hour of searching, there it is. But the ones that get me the most are the ones where I am completely stumped. On the same day, every year, is the smell of something burning. It can be detected in only two specific but unrelated parts of the house. You can even define the limits of where you can smell it by walking around. After about two hours it goes away, until the next year. The other one is the presence of hot spots in the house. Not by temperature, 
but when you stand in a certain place, you feel something. This has been witnessed by people aware as well as unaware of the phenomenon itself, and some of the spots have a direction associated with them. When you stand in one, you feel compelled to face a certain way. I watched a police officer get completely freaked as he turned in mid-sentence to stare at the wall, looking it up and down, then took two solid steps backwards while looking at the floor and when he turned around, he was visibly shaken. But hey, no spinning chandeliers or dead girls climbing out of television sets, so I'm good. Lived in a basement apartment with a roommate in college back in 2010. We were eating dinner in the living room watching a movie one night and his bedroom is like 3 feet away from the couch we're sitting on and closed over but not latched. So we're eating dinner and watching this movie and then his door starts opening and creaking so we pause the movie and watch as the door swings slowly open all the way. It stopped there and we looked at each other and claimed a breeze or a loose hinge. Then the door started closing again only this time, about halfway through the movement. The handle turned so that it was perpendicular to the ground. The door closed all the way and the handle released slowly latching the door closed. The handle in question was sort of like the ones velociraptors can open in Jurassic Park. From ages 5-17 I lived in a house with activity. It was all pretty basic run of the mill stuff. Footsteps. Voices. Lights turning on and off. Doors opening and shutting. Batteries draining. Etc. If we started renovating which we almost always were, they'd get more active and start throwing stuff. I got used to it, they didn't hurt us, so we just let it go. Even my father started believing after a while, but the worst thing they ever did was while we were moving in. I was 5, my friend and I were playing in the only room that was finished in the basement while my parents were moving the stuff in. My friend's parents were helping. Suddenly, the door to the room slammed shut. No wind, no draft no explanation then the lock engaged with a click and someone started laughing we were stuck in the room for two hours forgot about the time my newfoundland the sweetest dog i ever met stood in the doorway of my parents room with all her hackles up barking at nothing barking her get the frick out bark the house i grew up in had a slightly strange design in that all the bedrooms were clumped together at one end of the house and the kitchen and living room were at the other end the two areas were connected by a long, narrow hallway that had a bathroom in the middle and approximately 900 closets on either side. My bedroom door was at the end of the hall, with two other bedroom doors facing each other across the hall on either side. Basically this meant that if you were sitting in our living room you could look straight down the hallway to my bedroom door. Now, lots of strange and frightening things happened in that house. But the one thing that we could never rationalize away or lie to ourselves about was the darkness at the end of the hall. Like I said above, the hallway was very long and narrow, and it was also paneled in dark wood, so it was pretty dark down there. But with the living room lights on there was always enough light to see down the hall and make out my bedroom door. But sometimes we'd be sitting in the living room and get the feeling that we were being watched, or that something was about to happen, when that would come over us. The end of the hallway would be completely blacked out. It was like someone dropped a curtain over the end of the hall. You could see part of the way down. And then there was just blackness. When this would happen, our three little dogs, God bless them, would go to the mouth of the hallway and sit in a line across it, staring down into the darkness. Sometimes they'd bark a little, or growl, but mostly they just sat and stared. Once in a while one of them would get brave enough to walk down the hall. But they never got more than halfway to the darkness before they'd stop and back up. 
they would walk backwards up the hall, never turning their back on whatever they were looking at. After a little while the oppressive feeling would lift, the darkness would disappear, and the dogs would wander off. This didn't happen often, but compared to all the normal spookiness in that house, things disappearing, stuff flying off shelves, strange voices or breezes, etc. That was the one thing we could never convince ourselves was just in our heads. I lived in a haunted house for 10 years. I had 5 kids while living there. Every one of my kids saw the man in the hat on the wall, and they all saw him between the ages of 2 to 5. My kids turned 6 and they stopped seeing him. Once I heard my son screaming for me in the middle of the night, I went to him. He was 5, and he begged me to make his drawl stop. I said stop what hun and he said they keep opening and slamming shut. I can't sleep because it's too noisy. Things got moved all the time, and lost all the time. The spirit did not like babysitters and would torment everyone. The most violent episode was when I let my 15 year old brother watch my kids. We got home around 2am and found my brother sitting on the steps in the hallway between the front door and the kids bedrooms. He was shaking and crying. He said that when he got the kids in bed, the pounding started, everywhere all over the house. At one point it was so bad he went outside to see if there were people outside hitting the house. There was no one there. He had gone out the back door to check. When he walked back inside he saw the reflection of someone in the mirror, walking up the steps to the kids rooms. He went running thinking that someone snuck in when he was outside. He checked everywhere and there was no one in the house. But when he was upstairs he saw a shadowy figure streak around the corner of the steps. He heard the front door open and shut. He went running down the steps but the door was closed and locked. He proceeded to spend the next 3 hours chasing this shadow and hearing the doors open and close. He never babysat for us again. No one would. I had lights shatter above our heads and my children would laugh and talk to people in their rooms. We had neighbors call us at all hours of the night asking if we were okay because they saw gangs of people in our yard and sneaking around our windows. The cops got so used to getting the same 911 call that they stationed a cop in back of our house to watch our house between 2 and 3 am. There are so many more scary stories and the nightmares I had living there were deathly scary. We moved and the people that moved in after us stayed for a month. They said it was too scary. The house has been vacant now for 8 years. I have more stories but I think I already made a novel here. We lived in a haunted pub on the site of a former Catholic abbey that Henry VIII had destroyed. We saw some weird crap. The weirdest was the insectocutor in the kitchen. Something peeled it apart in the night. No sign of a break-in. All the doors were locked and the alarms set. It wasn't smashed. Not an explosion. The metal was peeled outwards. A couple months later we had an incident in the cellar. The entire pump system blew out, ruining one pound k of beer. Thor engineers could not find the cause of the fault and just replace the system. There were other incidents. People captured on CCTV that weren't there. The underfloor cellar doors slamming. The pub Furby talking in the middle of the night. And many more things that would be slightly odd out of context. Please tell me pub Furbies aren't a thing where you're from. So preface this story saying I'm a huge skeptic of any kind of stuff like this, but I've never found a way to explain this. My sister and then 4 year old niece moved into a townhouse apartment complex. Niece is 14 now and still remembers this vividly, ran into my sister's room not long after screaming about the man in her room yelling at her. My sister jumps out of bed and searches around for anyone or anything out of place. 
finds nothing, doors and windows still locked, happens a couple more times over the next few nights, niece doesn't want to sleep there, won't go into her room, etc. So my sister is chatting with one of the other moms at the complex playground one day and the other lady mentions how creepy that is considering the guy that overdosed in that apartment a few years back. Apparently his son's room was now my niece's room. So my mom does some digging and found the guy's name, which led to his obituary, pulled up the picture from the obituary, and called my niece into the computer room. She got half a step into the room when she saw the photo on the monitor and ran out screaming about the man. Have absolutely no explanation as to how she recognized this guy's picture. So my husband and I rented a really old house. We had to fix it up a bit before my son came home from the hospital. He was very premature. In Niku for almost 5 months, we took down the wallpaper and painted. Took down the popcorn ceiling. The whole 9 yards. The basement was very unfinished and vandalized by the teenagers that lived there before. Swastikas everywhere. We didn't bother finishing it because we didn't really need the room. I went down there once out of the year we lived there. Creepy feeling. Like someone was watching you. P. Sometimes that creepy feeling would come upstairs. I would give it a week or so thinking it was in my head and then I would sit in the car with the baby while my husband burned sage to clear it out. He says the feeling while he did so was heavy. Very angry and he would see figures coming at him through the smoke. There were countless experiences there. The two that stick out in my head are as followed. 1. I was showering and the baby was in a little bouncer seat in the doorway. I open the curtain and just as I do the can of air freshener that was sitting on the back of my toilet goes flying towards my baby. If the door wasn't just slightly shut it would have nailed him. I went full on bad crap crazy. I started yelling telling them if they are gonna mess with anyone mess with me. He is just a baby. Blah blah blah. As I'm doing so the detachable shower head I had went flying off at me. Hit the end of his rope and swings down. Shut me right up. 2. My husband and I were in bed. My son in his room right down the very small hallway. Fast asleep. We had a baby monitor because he was on oxygen and therefore on a pulse ox monitor so I wanted to be able to hear his alarm go off. So my husband and I were laying in bed together. We usually will talk for a while and then say our goodnights and fall asleep. We say our goodnights this particular night and not even 5 minutes later we both hear. Clear as day. A little girl laughing in the baby monitor. My husband jumped up out of bed ready to kick some butt. But I already knew no one was there. I was stunned. Literally. Couldn't move until finally I fell asleep. I do not miss that place. That's terrifying. I have lived in two haunted places. The first was a house we lived in for a short time when I was 12. We heard what sounded like rats running across the attic every night. So my mom had the exterminator set out tons of sticky traps. We never even caught a bug. Then, I would wake up with random injuries a few times per month. Like scratches when my nails were short. The final straw was when I woke up with what looked like a cigarette burn on my face. Thankfully the scar has faded. But it was very upsetting. We sold the house and fell there. When I was in my mid-twenties, I lived in a haunted apartment. These spirits were nice, though. I lived alone in a fourplex where my direct neighbor was never home. He got sent to prison a lot, and the downstairs neighbors never made noise at night. One worked, and the other took clonopin every night. It was a weird neighborhood. I would hear people whispering in my hallway nearly every night. At first, I would get up and look for the source of the voices. The parking lot was still. 
nobody outside in the courtyard, and neighbors either gone or passed out, it happened every night. Finally, I would just say can you keep it down, I'm trying to sleep, and the voices immediately stopped, every time. They also opened my blinds in the mornings before they thought I would be awake. A few times, I woke up early on my day off to go to the bathroom and saw all the blinds in my living room open. I was perplexed, but when I came out of the bathroom a few minutes later, they were all closed again. This happened often. A random happening that was the scariest thing ever. My husband died, and I had him cremated. I was still young and had no children, so I moved on after only about 6 months. My now husband had just started staying over at my place when the weird stuff started to happen. First, I saw shadow person in the mirror on my wall. Then my clock fell off the wall one night. Finally, I experienced horrific sleep paralysis and saw the shadow person again while experiencing the sleep paralysis. I have never been so scared in my entire life. I finally decided to spread the ashes of my deceased husband, and everything stopped after that. My deceased husband was a mean man, who blamed me after his friend physically shamed and assaulted me and eventually killed himself by not taking the insulin for his type 1 diabetes because he was trying to spite me for kicking him out. It kind of figures that he would haunt me once I moved on. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now.